I just got naked. The book by David Sedaris from the library. Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm Andy Welfley on hosting duties today, and I'm joined this very fine Monday evening uh, by Tim and Johnny. Hey guys! Hey Andrew. What's up, Andy? Hey. Yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the show. So after Glad a strong yeah <laughs> after a strong <laughs> series of fantastic guest spots, um, we thought we'd slow it down a little bit tonight, and um, we haven't had a really good just um, just the Fresh Points episode for a while. Just yeah. had a little chat between the three of us. So. Um, we have, still have a lot to talk about, though. Um, most notably, the uh, the latest Blackwing release, which we'll definitely get to. Uh, before we do that, uh, let's check in with our tools of the trade. Um, Tim, what are you what are you consuming and uh, and writing with? Uh, first off, I and this, this is like a sad one. My first one's a sad one, but uh, a musician I really love who was I've talked about it on the podcast before, uh, Justin Towns Earl, who's the son of Steve mm. Earl. Uh, died yesterday. So yeah. I I woke up to that news. It kind of put me in a funk this morning. So I've been listening to him all day today. So if um, you, go ahead. You know, when, when Katie when Katie read that, she goes, "Ooh, I think Tim's going to be sad." <laughs> Did she really? <laughs> yeah. She yeah. She was like, she wasn't sure if you were a Justin Towns Earl fan, but like, I, I seem like she, a Justin Towns. I think she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he's the son of Steve Earl, kind of like uh, Americana country wild guy uh, songwriter. Yeah. He was a he was a mentored by Towns Van Zant, who we've also talked about, and so he named his oh, yeah. son Justin Towns Earl after Towns Van Zant. So, but uh, yeah, really, really love his music, and so. We were listening to the, the we were spinning the the album Kids in the Street uh, this evening, and then today I was just kind of listening through everything. So he he was thirty eight years old, which is wow. way 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 too young. Uh, we don't know how he how he passed, but you know it's just yeah. That's how old I am. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Me too. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah really sad. I mean he left. He made a lot of music. Um. So he he has I think eight albums. That he, oh jeez! That he put out by age thirty-eight, and he actually had a. I heard him interviewed. I think it was on Mark Maron on WTF, and was surprised to hear him uh, mention Johnson City in his story because uh, hmm. he he got into substance problems pretty young, and his parents basically sent him to Johnson City as like to get out, get him out of Nashville because he was getting into too much trouble in Nashville. And so he lived here for, I guess, like a few years and just kind of commuted back and forth to Nashville when he needed to. So that was, that was an unexpected little connection between them, but his music's fantastic. Uh, I, I recommend if you're looking for something to start with, there's a really great video of him on David Letterman playing Harlem river blues. And, uh, behind him is Jason Isbell playing uh, lead guitar, which is a cool little kind of Easter egg. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I've been reading, I just started reading the best American essays from 2013. So the, the anthology, and I started reading the 2013 one on the recommendation of Adam. Uh, he had Adam Webb from take note had talked about it and it's edited by Cheryl Strayed and it is so, so far it's really excellent. So the, uh, I've, I'm, I read the introduction. I'm a couple essays in and the second essay is by Alice Monroe, who's, you know, the incredible short story writer. So That was a, 
uh, exciting little surprise. Um, and Jen, Jane and I have been walk, uh, have been watching the Americans for the first time. Um, did I talk about that last time? I don't um, remember just briefly. Okay. Yeah. I thought I had mentioned it, but I, I really haven't watched anything else uh, besides, besides that since since I talked to you guys last. But uh, we're we're still we're really into the series. We're just through the first season, and uh, oh, I did watch the movie Spy Game. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite movies in the world for the first time. <laughs> yeah, was, I literally have seen it a hundred times. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I <laughs> love 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 that. And I the reason I watched it is I heard Bill Gates interviewed on Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, and he mentioned it as being like one of his favorite movies. And I was like, okay, what is this? And I like looked it up, and it looked amazing. And Jane and I watched it, and is, just is that the one with Robert Redford? Loved. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Redford. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, we uh, Frankie and I used to like quote from that movie all the time. <laughs> Don't so tell good. me that! Don't tell me that! <laughs> you can't just trade these people like they're baseball cards. <laughs> Talking about your kids? Yeah. <sighs> that didn't go well. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I, I actually. It's a. Good, it was only like six bucks to buy it on Amazon, like the digital. So I bought it, and so I will definitely be watching it again and again. Awesome. Uh, uh, for my tools, I've been writing almost with nothing except my uh, Blackwing era pencil still. I'm on my first one, but I'm about uh, halfway through it. And I also today, though, randomly picked up one of the the metallic solid-colored uh, Ticonderogas. Uh, mm. I have, it was one of the blue ones and sharpened that and was really enjoying that as well. So, awesome. um, so I, though I don't have it right here with me, but those are really, really great. I'm glad I've got a, a mini stash of those enough to last me. Um, plenty of many moons. This is me just talking to myself so that I don't start hunting them down <laughs> because no, I enjoy them so much. Um, <laughs> and I'm still using my uh, Moleskine hardback uh, pocket notebook. So, and I'm curious for you uh, down. Maybe we'll talk about in fresh points or something. But if you guys uh, know of any like good quality, inexpensive alternatives to the Moleskine pocket notebook curious what hmm. you guys know about uh, yeah. that, that's me so how about you johnny awesome so um we just watched radioactive the film about uh, marie curie that's on amazon and it was cool to see a smart polack because my mom's half polish so it, you know i have family members who are polish um and i think i mentioned last time we watched the collection which is about um paul sabine's fashion house so i finally got around to watching a phantom thread because I love Daniel Day Lewis, but you know, having all these children, I keep forgetting to watch movies. So it took me a little while. I really liked it. For like ten minutes in, Frankie's like, "I hate this movie." I'm like, oh well, go to sleep. We saw it in the theater. It's really just like quiet and pretty, and yeah, yeah. I was a fan of that movie. I loved it. Like, yeah. I want. I I would love to have that much hair in my sixties. <laughs> great head. Um, and we watched Endeavor season seven, which was a short season, but so good. I don't know if you guys are into Endeavor yet. It's about the young Morse. Hmm. I didn't know we were up to season season seven. That's a lot. Yeah, I think so. They're right about to hit the amount of episodes that um, the original Inspector Morse had. Yeah. I wonder if oh. maybe that's why they stopped short. But this one was more like a, um, just like a three part long episode. And the 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 finale was amazing. It was definitely top three of their season finales. 
And um, I just read a book that Tim sent me called Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris that everyone's read but me. And now, <laughs> like, there are a couple of times the kids like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading something. They're laughing my ass off. Like, yeah, the one that says, you can't kill the rooster. I'm like, I don't I, My brother is kind of like that in some ways. I would, he speaks better English. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know how much we could talk about it without using bad language. But the stuff where, like, the the essay where he's on the Paris subway and he's, these Americans think that he's trying to rob them and they assume that he can't speak oh, yeah. English. And they call him, like, a meatball and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, how do you not just, like, pee on the guy? Is that the one where he, he talks about, like, the he's like watch out for him he's a pickpocket he's looking at your stuff yeah really, he was just like looking at how ugly her purse was and then <laughs> he, i heard him in his master class he talks about that and he's he, about that story and he says that he's he's become the kind of person that in a situation like that he's like i'm not gonna say anything i mean i'm just gonna let this thing play out <laughs> otherwise i don't have nothing to write about and so he just like gets himself into these situations and he's like he does anything he can just to kind of keep the ball rolling like, <laughs> like not, not pulling out his notebook because he doesn't want to break the spell of things he's like i just gotta wait just gotta wait and see what happens yeah and like he said like i don't want to say anything because they'll apologize then i have to be nice to them and i just want to sit here and hate them <laughs> i can understand that impulse there was an episode of um seinfeld where um jerry returned a jacket because somebody was hitting on a lane and assumed they couldn't be together and blah blah they were like why are you returning the jacket and he goes spite I'm like yes <laughs> but um yeah so i never uh, never thought about how david sedaris and jerry seinfeld are kind of like i don't know they seem like they could they're they're spiritual siblings connected. yeah something like yeah. that they, I, i've never <laughs> thought about that yeah i want to go live in you know early 1990s france with no smartphones and go do the weird stuff they did <laughs> and by taxidermied owls and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and I'm so I'm writing with a really neat pencil. I don't know if you guys know more about it than I do. I hope so. It came out in the early aughts um, with the Pencil Things Pencil of the Month Club. It's by Musgrave, and people used to just call it the Musgrave HB. It's like clear lacquered with um, huge gold print. Like Musgrave is in all caps. Like it takes mm-hmm. up the whole side of the pencil. And um, I have one or two in cedar, and I found one today in basswood or basswood, however you pronounce it, uh, in a pencil cup, but it's like such a nice pencil, but I don't know what they're supposed to be called. I remember the pencil talk review of it. I'll put that in show notes, but I, I don't, I mean, I probably have one if it was a pencil things, pencil of the month club, but I do not remember a thing about it. It's so nice. It's like their new stuff. It's the really good, awesome, super sharp hex pencil. So we have to talk to the folks in Musgrave, see what's up. Because they brought the, yeah. um, what's it called? The Unigraph, their drawing pencil. Mm-hmm. They brought that back. So yeah. that would be awesome. We'll have to get Mr. Hewlin back on the show. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. And I'm writing in a Write Notepads, The Deep, the summer 2019 edition. Nice. With the octopus. It's cool. That's such a good, such a good one. Cool. Um, the only real news I have for consuming, um, is I'm finally watching, um, Watchmen, that HBO series from last year. Did either of you see that? No, No, not yet. Yeah. It's, um, it's really good. It's really intense. Um, I, um, 
I can't remember. Katie and I started watching it just because like it was it got nominated for so many for so many Emmys. I'm familiar with the comic that, um, but Katie isn't. So um, it's interesting to kind of like watch it from both of those perspectives because there's like a lot of like little references to the comic and things that it assumes, but aren't like really kind of explicitly talked about in the show. So I feel like you can probably still get a good like you know like enjoy it. Um, one of my one of my favorite things I we haven't like really touched this in the show so far, but in the comic they um, it takes place in like the mid '80s, right? And they talk about how um, there's this um, they talk about this presidential election and how the uh, the candidate is a like you know this actor from California named like with the initials RR, and so of course <laughs> we all assume it's Ronald Reagan, um, but then they reveal in the comic that it's actually Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> And so in this in this TV, TV show, The Watchmen, it's set like 30 years later. It's like set in present day if the comics were set in the present day when it came out, which is in the 80s. So uh, <laughs> apparently Robert Redford has been the president for like 30 some years or something. And I, I'm just really <laughs> interested. They haven't gone in, gotten into it yet, but I'm really interested to see if they actually do anything with that. So. Wow, yeah, he has a very different awful. head of hair than the current president. Yeah, speak. This is our Robert Redford episode. We yes, just talked about absolutely. spy games. <laughs> and um, so Kiki, Kiki, yeah. who was on our podcast, her first book was an anagram of Robert Redford, Fort Red Border. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that part. <laughs> Welcome to the Robert Redford cast. <laughs> yeah. We're having all kinds of side podcasts here. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm. We're we're kind of halfway through that. That's just super good. They they've been, yeah, the lot of lot of nom- like Emmy nominations for that. So, um, yeah. So I am writing with my brand new Blackwing XIX. Um, <laughs> guess we can call it the Blackwing Nineteen. Um, <laughs> in my uh, glitch term red dot notebook. Yeah, should we jump into the fresh points? Sure. Yeah. Tim, do you want to do the honors of uh, talking about the big purple elephant in the room? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to. As yeah. as a a person who resides in the thirty uh, the thirty ninth state to approve, yeah, that's right, the thirty sixth state to ratify the nineteenth amendment. Which, by the way, the first thing I see is they had to be the thirty sixth. Like, why couldn't you have been like, why did it take you so long? <laughs> <laughs> like, but course, at least course, at least Tennessee, Tennessee was in the thirty sixth. At least it was in the states in general, though. Right? That's true. That's true. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> but I'm I'm in the mood because of my my our our lineup in the Senate right now to like really not be like have too much faith in Tennessee government. Anyways, but um, the Blackwing XIX is uh, the the newest edition of the volume series that is made to honor the 19th Amendment. Uh, so on their website. Uh, it says after nearly a century of lobbying, marching and protesting, it was finally illegal to deny anyone the right to vote on the basis of sex. So um, a very timely uh, release by Blackwing. Uh, and like on the is, day, right? it was what? It was like they released it on the day of the 100th anniversary. Yeah. Right? And just in a presidential election season, it was a good, good yeah. connection there. So yeah. So it, you know, in honor of the 19th amendment, also known sometimes as the Susan B. Anthony amendment, which as you might've seen in the news after 148 years, uh, Trump let her out of prison. So that was, <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> it was very nice I, of them. I really enjoyed or appreciated, I guess, Blackwing kind of acknowledging that like that was not without its own kind of like 
like hiccups like susan b anthony um kind of like took intersectionality out of the out of the equation and uh did not kind of like support um Af- african-american women being part of that right that delegation yeah mm-hmm. so Absolutely. yeah good on you blackwing for just acknowledging that you know people who we sometimes hail as heroes are are flawed <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's yeah. a it was a big deal but it was just a step out of like the the horrible you know history we have with it so yeah um step in the right direction but only a little step but but yes, um, I, I will say I don't have them in on hand right now, but it it w- was enough to make me want to re up my my subscription because I haven't I haven't subscribed in a while. I've been kind of doing the a la carte thing, but um, yeah, I think they're I think they they look fantastic. Andy, you have them in hand, right? You're I do. You're um, using it, so tell us tell us how they are in person. Um, they are. Let me let me pick it up here. Um compared to a lot of the other ones like it's really the details really sharp like um so it's a it's a purple um it's the first purple blackwing which i think is is pretty great and it, it is not only purple but it is purple like it's <laughs> very this very like deep kind of like like plumish purple and it's it's a matte finish and it feels so nice um like i'm trying to think of another matte finish um that's like this it, it feels very much like the um the the um, Nelly Bly pencil. Um, oh, yeah, the, which, the, which the volume is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had that sort of like newsprint gray, mm-hmm. like matte finish. Oh, nice. So it feel, yeah, feels like that. It is. Um, it's purple. It has several rows of stars, or it has two two rows of of yellow stars, which kind of like follow the design patterns from the um, the um, women's suffrage movement flag. Um, so the stars are yellow. It says Blackwing. It's funny because it doesn't say Blackwing um, Volume 19 on it. It says Blackwing XIX, which like, I like to think that maybe our, you know, our MMX moniker had something to do with it, but it didn't. It's just like for the, <laughs> it's, the, how the it's a fancy Roman numerals for the. It's how the Constitution moment. usually works. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> using those fancy, fancy Roman numerals. Yeah, exactly. Um, really cool. Like it's, it's an interesting design decision because it doesn't seem super obvious to me, but they put a stripe on the ferrule, which I really love. It's a kind of a bright silver ferrule and it has a white stripe on it. Um, so well, I wonder yeah. why they did a silver ferrule and not gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting to me too. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I, I appreciate it. I think it looks cool and pretty unique. There's some people in the group who are saying about kind of complaining about how it is just not like the design isn't super cohesive, how there's just like a lot of random elements that are kind of pulled together. And I, I don't know if I agree with that. Like it's the white stripe really goes well with where it says Blackwing XIX, the like imprinting, like that's white too. Um, I also really love the we we have a new eraser color. We have a purple eraser that matches the um, the barrel color perfectly. Um, so I appreciate that. So I think it's, uh, it, yeah, I just think the gold gold ferrule. The, I think the the reason I I would think as far as a design standpoint that they would go with silver is to kind of contrast those yellow stars yeah. uh, on the backside. If you have the gold, then it's just like they're a little too close together, and it would look it would kind of clash. I think it looks great the way they yeah the way they did it. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is one of my favorite volumes releases of the last year or so. Like, I really, I mean, I think that we've been overdue for a, uh, like, a purple Blackwing mm-hmm. for a long time. And I know there's a lot of, especially, like, Droplinites in the group who are not 
big purple fans in general. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think it matches, um, it matches the latest, um, uh, pocket notebook release from right notepads really well. That, that, Ooh. Um, that one with the, the like diamond, um, amethyst. Cover. Yeah. The amethyst. Yeah. yeah. It goes really well with that. Um, there was a series of, uh, Rhodia notepads that were released not too long ago with a purple kind of a, a purple and orange color scheme. And the purples on that are exact, like, that that purple and this um this pencil like go so well together yeah when you sent us that picture i was like that looks so yeah a rama yeah is that is that the collection name oh i don't i'm yeah I'm not, i don't know i'm, I'm just reading about rodia lately yeah no it's um it's something like i've i've been seeing in, in stores it's um i'll have to i'll have to find the note the notebook and see what the collection is on the back but it was a series of like purple and orange accented um notebook covers and notebooks and this goes with that really well oh neat um yeah and what's what's really cool is it just like from a hackwing perspective like this is really great because they introduced a new eraser color they introduced a new feral so um you know jason patterson can add this to the collection of good good hackwing potential (laughs) yeah um (laughs) I also really love, um, you know, they, it's, it seems like maybe once a year ish, they release, um, they have an addition that they release extra stuff, um, like in the same collection. So they, they also released a, um, pendant, uh, that says like women's suffrage that's based on an old design. Um, and, uh, they released a purple blackwing slate. That's very that pretty. Matches, that matches the super well. So yeah, they did a really, and the pin, um, yeah. And the pin, yeah. The, the, the yellow rose. Yeah, I think well ever since um the Jackie Robinson one, they've always had a bunch of extra stuff you could buy. Yeah. Like well not not every release has a um like has extra stuff, right? Uh, uh I think the last year has. Oh really? The, the winter ones you could get the caps and the um handkerchief. Is that what it was? Oh, and then that's true. The spring ones had notebooks, and then the summer ones you could get a record. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> I right. I have a record player, so I yeah. get that. I, I, <laughs> I got the record. It sounds really good. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I guess, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, yeah. Like, was, no, it's like yeah. a line each time. What do they call it? A capsule. Yeah. I don't actually know what yeah. that means. I don't know what it means either. It's fa- <laughs> fancy brand people talk. Um, but I, I really, <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate the, like, the, um, uh, like the message. And I, I really, I really liked, um, Katie, my wife is a big, um, a big purple fan. It's her favorite color. So I, and, and her birthday is August 18th. So her birthday was the day of the, Oh, awesome. The, yeah. And so I, that I got her cool. that, got her that purple notebook so for her birthday. Did either of you guys catch the, um, American experience about suffrage? They did like two, yeah. two hour episodes. Uh, uh-uh. I no. haven't caught it yet. It came out in July. Yeah. It's on my list. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I'll be interested to see what you guys think when you get these in hand, but they like, this is like the pencil just feels really nice. Um, I like from a design perspective, I, I think I like it a lot better than the volume three. Um, like that yellow pencil is fun, but um, like, yeah, just that, that smooth matte finish is really nice. Um, and if you, if you stick the, the eraser, um, the yellow eraser into the purple pencil, it matches the stars. Oh, oh wow. cool. Yes. Yeah. Now those stars, I was going to ask you about those. So how long have you been using the pencil? Like a few days or just, um, I just, honestly, I just got this on Saturday. So not for mm-hmm. not long at all. Okay. Yeah. I was um, just curious if the color would rub off on them. Like as you're using hmm. it or it's pretty, 
Pretty um, sturdy. I'm, I'm taking my fingernail to a star right now. Defacing the stars. I'm defacing the stars. And it's... it's um, episode titled, Defacing the Stars. <laughs> defacing the... <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's like imprinted in like there's definitely like you can see the debossed like like mm-hmm. like imprint in there and i think if i start to rub like scratch pretty hard i start to get some of the stars off but like oh, sure. i don't think it's something that's running down with rare with with wear yeah just not like just from your like um, friction with your hand while you're yeah. writing i was just curious and i wouldn't really care that much anyways but yeah. I, just, I just was curious I, I will say too that the white stripe is way more durable than the gold stripe on the new Blackwing eras. Hmm. I wonder if it like was it, because of the silver instead of that dark colored ferrule. Yeah, might have made it harder huh? to print on. Yeah, yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I think it. I think um, I would love to like do like a more scientific like pressure test or friction <laughs> test and see if this comes off. Power washer, like. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll hold it up and then you turn the power washer on, and shoot it at me, and like I'll try to line it up. Twelve point nine grams of pressure. Tim loses an eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's all for uh, science. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of this really for sure. I'm super excited to get them in. So I I I re up my subscription. Mine haven't haven't shipped out yet, but I'll I'll be eagerly yeah. awaiting them. So hoping it lines up perfectly with finishing my first era. Yeah. Pencil. So the only other thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, On to my second fresh point. Um, I only had one other thing I was going to mention that I had meant to mention last week. Cause last week I talked about how um, I was using the moleskin hardback and I don't think I actually, for some reason I skipped the inspiration for why I got back into using that Hmm. on the episode. And it was because of a post well, I talked about the David Sedaris part of it, how he you know uses these little notebooks and he uh, his like diary keeping method, how he writes little notes in his pocket notebook and then he types his his diary. But um, I found a there's a post that people who are listening have definitely some people have definitely seen, but it's in the Notebook Nerds group on Facebook. Hmm. And there's this guy named Estrada Juan who, or I guess we should, I don't know, bleep out his name or something. I don't, I don't know the protocol with that in podcast, but his, his name is Estrada, which I'm sure that's going to mix him up with a lot of other Estradas. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Eric. Um, Eric, but uh, he uh, posted this uh, amazing picture that is like f- six plastic tubs stacked on top of each other. And each of them look like they have two deep, hardback like moleskin style notebooks like pocket notebooks and i just am always like you know this is the part of the podcast where everybody's like oh this is the part where tim pretends like he wants to be a minimalist and he only wants to use one thing you're right (laughs) so um (laughs) but it just made me i was so envious i was like look at that consistency like i mean they change color and he says that sometimes he uses exceed which is like the like the one you can get at walmart kind of knock off uh sometimes uh moleskin and rhodia so because you know like everybody makes these this size notebook and i just thought it was so cool and i've really enjoyed using my pocket moleskin i've got another one lined up to use next i got like the the navy blue one that i'm going to use but i it does really make me want to order a uh a Leuchterm makes a, a the same size notebook hmm. in a in a, like a pocket hardback and so i think i'm going to need to track one of those down for myself to to use here soon so yeah 
Yeah. Well, Tim, if you if you switch to like just one brand of, of <laughs> notebooks or whatever, like you're mm-hmm. that'll make for a very boring podcast. So like, yeah. You... <laughs> well, I, I even noticed that today where I was like, I wrote Moleskin Notebook again. I was like, oh, man, I start lying. Um, yeah but anyways that's that's been fun i've I've enjoyed that and it's a a really amazing picture because it's like seriously like 90 notebooks stacked up (laughs) and a lot lot of them look used that's the other amazing part Uh, but that's it that's that's uh that's all i got how about you johnny so um speaking of notebooks i'm on the market for a new bullet journal because um i've been using Leuchtturm for three or four in a row and my last one, which was the Bauhaus edition, the paper was like, it's off, it's scratchy, and um, just not their usual stuff. But um, I'm, I think I ordered it, I can't remember. Um, the Rhodia Gold Book, have you guys seen this book? No. It's like a, um, sort of like a Rama, but it's soft cover, and it's dot grid, and it's got a lot of stuff in the beginning to make it like four bullet journals. Like, oh. Hmm. So I oh. I think if I ordered it, I ordered it in taupe for autumn because I go through one like every two months. So I'm excited to try this. I've never used. No, I'm a liar. I had a web notebook when they first came out, but I don't remember if I liked it. I must not have if I didn't buy another one. <laughs> I had one of those. They're, I like they're the like intense. Notepads. They just like the paper yeah. is super slick. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. Crap. They're really good for ink, but. Um, what do you think? What about the um, the purple slate? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, what's the what's the inside of it? Duck red. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've solved this for me. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's not particularly autumnal, but it's a good. I don't know. It's a good color. Look, yeah. So there's some oaks that turn that color around here. That's true. Kind That's of true. like four purple mountains majesty. Yeah. <laughs> um and. Um, I think Andy, you said you got one, the uh, Bloom Meditation Journal from uh, Baron Fig. Oh no, that wasn't me. Oh, did you get one, Jim? I did not. Uh, I think I'm, I'm sort of maxed out on the specialized notebooks. Yeah. Oh man, this is possibly the best looking color they've done. Mm-hmm. Definitely top it looks three. Great. Yeah, I just. Mm-hmm. It's like a really pretty teal, and the inside is like a peach. So Ooh. it's super pretty, and apparently they're doing a um like a webcast on how to use your journal and develop a meditation practice. Nice. So this, uh, that's cool. And this um, timing works out well because last week or whatever was the annual, Oh crap. I bought headspace for a year again and I forgot. So, you know, then that's the month where you try to use it. Cause you're like, wow, that was expensive. But um, now they have Sesame street stuff on there. So the kids and I have been toying with this for, uh, you know, homeschooling. Because we don't want to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> I let Charlotte have coffee, yeah. but not the other two. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so my last fresh point is that um, the Library of America, you know, those like just awesome books with the black covers. Um, they're coming out with their first Hemingway volume next month, which is really exciting because they've always wanted to. And his family is always like, no. Um, and like they're a nonprofit, like, they basically charge you what it costs to make these books. So um, it comes out f- September 22nd. And right now, if you go on their website, you can use the code SUM2020, get 20% off your order, and you can pre-order it. And when as soon as it comes from the printer, like next week, they'll send it to you. 
What's in the oh, wow. Hemingway edition? So this is early stuff. So it's in our time, okay. lowercase, in our time, uppercase, the torrents of spring, the sun also rises, and a ton of journalism and letters. Hmm. So okay. I think they're projecting it to be like, you know, volume one of the authoritative Hemingway edition. And apparently yeah, it's got like scholarly versions of everything. Like, oh my God. I'm very excited. <laughs> I've, I, you, you sent that code, and I have been drooling over the uh, their their edition of the collected essays of James Baldwin for for quite a while, and so I think I might be using it to get that. But the the Hemingway will be a close second. Yeah, and you know when you when you order these on Amazon, you get a good price, but you know they throw it in the pattern envelope. Or in, every time I've ordered from the Library of America, it comes absolutely perfect, so I can mess it up myself, which I appreciate. And you and, don't want um, to contribute to the wealth of the richest person in the world necessarily. Right? <laughs> um, I give them enough money. <laughs> but, um, there's also coming out soon a book um, of 250 years of African-American poetry, which is supposed to be like the biggest volume of African-American Ooh. poetry period ever. Oh, wow. It comes out October, sometime in October. So like they, you know, they're always putting out really cool new books. They have a really cool volume of um, women's suffrage essays. Um, there was something on their website about the uh, the um, flu of eighteen or of nineteen eighteen. So uh, yeah, this is like super awesome. I know a lot of people who like pencils like Hemingway, so yeah. it's sort of related. The um, the book where he talks about pencils the most is not in here, but that's okay. Yeah, but um, those are all my fresh points. How about you? Oh boy, what um, I think the the new Blackwing was like the biggest thing I wanted to wanted to mention um i just have a couple other little things um our friend friend of the show ed kemp uh we have to get him on the show sometime um he has a zine about pencils called the weekly pencil and he is doing a um a t-shirt run um so if uh if you all have um you need another pencil t-shirt to round out your collection um i think um yeah oh sorry (laughs) it's not the weekly pencil that's something else (laughs) It's pencil of the month. Yeah. Weekly pencil. Sorry, Dade. <laughs> um, no, it's pencil of the month zine, which is really great. Um, it's like a, like a handwritten um, like review of, of pencils that he releases every month. And it always has really fun textures and covers. And it's very much in the spirit of like actual zines. So it's, you know, photocopied and just kind of raw. It's really great. Uh, they're doing a um, t-shirt run. So if you want a pencil of the month uh, t-shirt and you are in the erasable group, um go um go look for ed kemp k-e-m-p um for his posts and you could find that is there do they have a website or any presence outside of the group that you know of johnny i don't know but i want one of these t-shirts yeah if uh if any of you um are not in the group if you're listening and you still want one of these let me know and i'll find a way to connect you to ed yeah um yeah um he doesn't charge for the scene if you send him your address he'll just send you one totally yeah great i i wish i some, I mean, a little bit. I wish he would charge for the zine just so he can, like, you know, keep it going and, yeah, just make it a make it a thing. Yes, I love, I love that. Which one had like the composition book cover? That was my favorite. Yeah, that, that was, was like really two cool. ago. Yeah, I like that one a lot. So get your get your pencil of the month zine, uh, not your weekly pencil t shirt. Um, although, date if you made a weekly pencil t shirt, I would three hundred percent that wear it. Yeah. Um, did you see Dade's uh, new neon glasses? Yes, yes. I yes, love that. <laughs> that's um, 
yeah, so perfect for like the the neon casemates that he, he likes. Um, last thing I'll mention, and I cannot remember because I am too lazy to go back and listen, and also I have a terrible memory. Did I talk about? <laughs> did I talk about um, i racing before in the erasable so. car? No. Okay. No. Okay. So um, a uh, a very good friend of mine, um, one of my one of my oldest friends, uh, Alex Brown, um, has a weekly. Um, Twitch stream where he plays video games um, and um, people on the stream just like, you know, like chat along with it and like a little chat pod. It's kind of like a podcast, but it's a video game stream if you're familiar with what that is. Uh, and one of the things he's been doing recently is playing something called iRacing, which is a race, like a racing simulator. Like it's a, supposed to be a super realistic, like like NASCAR, although I think they do other cars as well, um, like racing game. And so like you have to do stuff like pay attention to the, the, the tread on the tires and like go in to get a pit stop. And you, you can't just like, you know, it's like online, online racing. So you can't just like go nuts and like start crashing the cars and that, that'll like give you a penalty. So, so it's very, very similar as much as a video game can be to racing. I guess when NASCAR has been like, you know, not, not running a lot of the NASCAR drivers have been doing iRacing games. So, so Alex is really into this. He really likes racing and he was looking for, um, to like mod his car. And so I was like, Ooh, would you make an erasable podcast car? And so he did. <laughs> and I'll put, I'll post a picture, um, in the show notes, but it is, it has our logo on the front. It's a yellow car. His racing number is number two. Um, and, and it's hard to tell from this picture, but I have a couple others of the back is pink for the, you know, the eraser <laughs> and on the, on the spoiler, it says half the pressure, twice the speed, which is just perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, was, I saw, I was like, I wondered if, uh, you know, our, our Patreon supporters were actually just paying for us to sponsor a, a race. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually pay any money for this. Yeah. We're, um, we haven't paid for our web hosting fees in months yeah. and months and months. We're just- <laughs> <laughs> at least we have an racing sponsor and then we're just getting into the nascar biz because that's yeah. I, yeah i found out later just interestingly that um completely independently um uh moses from um from right notepads has been doing iRacing, and he uh did a right notepads car <laughs> <laughs> we need to race race yeah race. oh my so god that's awesome. actually i was actually texting with chris roth uh right from right notepads and uh, I gave him Alex's name, like in the in the game, so they can look each other up. I think they're at different like like levels. Like Alex is a kind of a beginner at um, at this. Um, so that there's like different tiers of like qualifying that you have, and so I think that uh, Moses is in front of him. So uh, and also like the right notepads. Uh, it's a it's a pickup truck. He races trucks. So <laughs> I, I don't know if they like will encounter each other, but how cool would it be if there was a race between uh, right notepads and the Erasable Podcast? <laughs> I'll um I'll find some pictures of both and put them in the in the show notes. It's pretty great. And if if anybody is um uh interested, if anybody here is like interested in um both like watching a Twitch stream about uh video games uh or racing against him in iRacing, I'll I'll post links to to Alex's stream um and to like I'll see if I can find one for his um his iRacing profile. Yeah, so that's fun. Um uh, that's about all. Having fresh points. So uh yeah, we're we're keeping this short. We're not gonna do a um we don't really have a main topic here, so anything we want to talk about before we button it up? Um I thought I did. No, I for- oh yeah. the Musgrave hats are coming out soon. Yeah, yes. oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I am like running the mailbox every day. <laughs> yeah. It was in September. Yeah, they said September, but they didn't say when, right? Mm. Yeah. I just keep seeing um I follow Tim Dilger on um on Instagram and I just keep seeing pictures of him wearing that hat. Gosh, I just get more jealous and more jealous. <laughs> I'm gonna wear that thing out. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> well, not literally because quarantine, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing it every <laughs> every day. <laughs> oh, that's um, what I was gonna bring up to thank uh, Nicole for the the face masks. Yes, pencils. <laughs> yeah. We have to wear oh, the, yeah. that with the hat and get some pictures. Yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, they they don't it. fit my face, but they're very very cute. I gave it to Katie. Yeah, well, Jane's been wearing mine too. I was yeah. so, but I'm, now I'm jealous of her whenever I see her wearing it. I'm just like, God, oh, come yeah. on. Man, yeah. I hit mine. <laughs> really great. Like, this is yeah. mine. I'm not sharing this. I think um, I've been seeing a few pencil pencil face masks. I think um, uh, John Morris made a um, Kamiko in uh, hat too, didn't he? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've been following the group not very much. Hat, face, face mask, not hat. Yeah. Yeah. it's. Um, I've been kind of seeing them around. That's, yeah, that's that's really good. Now that it seems like we're going to be wearing face masks outside for a while, yeah, wear your masks, everybody. Uh, yep, Please we do. had a we had a here. We went from the town where I where I teach went from like twenty cases a day, and Saturday it was a hundred and sixty four. <laughs> it just like like jumped like crazily in one single day, like from twenty oh, wow. to one hundred and sixty five was the highest we've had so far, and then it came down to like forty. I don't know what happened that day, but man wow we're, we're in those masks but and we're going back to school with kids in a couple days <laughs> so, are you really yeah. on monday yeah oh jeez. So, yeah staggered and like small numbers but you know yeah that'll protect us all yeah <laughs> johnny your kids your kids are going back in september is that right um no baltimore is gonna quote unquote reassess halfway through october so they're sort of treating like a snow day they're like one hour late two hours late out of hell with it so wow. they did that all spring. I'm sure that they're not going back this in 2020. I hope wow. not. But the principles are so they get to go, you know, risk their lives to staff empty buildings. So are the, are the kids doing remote learning or they're just not doing school at all? They're doing like real remote learning. Like they have full day of school in front of a screen. Mm-hmm. And then now I have a three quarter time job. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> like, Jesus. This is why I yeah. go through three pounds of coffee a week. <laughs> well, if you want to, you know, ship Rosie to me so we can keep her entertained out here during school. Remember, you yeah. said that <laughs> <laughs> she's at the stage now where she doesn't ever stop talking. Back in the day, you used to be able to put, you know, like you know, send kids send kids through the mail. So <laughs> maybe we can save the post office and you know, we'll, Rosie uh, out here. We'll put her on Amtrak. Like, put me on a put me on an airplane. They just walk me up and they would put me on an airplane and I'd fly down to Florida to see my grandparents. And it's like, that blows my mind right now. Like I was, I was like 10 years old and they're just like, wow. Ready to go see grandma and grandpa. Yep. Okay. Go <laughs> see, see the strangers for three hours. You know, like, all right, yep. thanks. Uh, but, but Hey, I turned out fine. Yeah, you sure did. So. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, every time we talk about Florida, Tim just burst into tears. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Shut up, Andy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Looks well, fun. We got some uh, got some got some more good right, good guests coming up um in some upcoming episodes. Oh yeah. 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 And if you so by the way, if you remember that. um 
Remember last week we had our um, our special episode of the Indelible Podcast. This is something we definitely hope to continue on a regular monthly basis over in our Patreon. So um, please do come and come and join us there if you have the means to to support us. So um, yeah, with that, should I should we should we sign out? Yeah, yeah. Happy Monday. Um, happy Monday, Tim. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet at Tim Wassum on Twitter and at Timothy Wassum on Instagram. Nice. How about you, Johnny? I am at PencilRevolution.com and on Instagram and Twitter at PencilUtion. And I am Andy Welfley. I am uh, Twitter and Instagram as at A Welfley. Um, you can find uh, this here very podcast, the Erasable Podcast, at erasable.us. This is episode 148. So if you are looking for um, show notes and a recording of this episode, if you don't get us through your podcast podcatchers, uh, we're at erasable.us slash 148. Um, come find us on our Facebook group. Uh, if you, you indeed use Facebook, it's a really great community. We're at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, And you can find our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram, all with the handle Erasable Podcast. Uh, Last but not least, uh, we do have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.us, excuse me, patreon.com slash Erasable, you can find the various different tiers that you can support us at. Uh, And speaking of which, I'd like to thank our uh, producer level Patreon supporters. Uh, And those those folks are Alex Jonathan Brown, who is, as uh, I just mentioned, the one who is doing the iRacing Twitch stream with uh, with our our. Um, our branding, Alex Jonathan Brown, Ann Sype, Bob Ostwald, Bobby Letzinger, Chris Jones, Chris Metzkis, Chris Ulrich, Dave McDonald, Dave Tubman, Fourth Letter, Gangster Hotline, the famous Gangster Hotline, uh, Hans Noodleman, Hunter McCain, Jacqueline Myers, James Dominguez, James Spears, uh, Jason Dill, Jay Newton, Jamelia, Joe Crace, John Bainan, Johnny Baker, KP, Kathleen Rogers, Kelton Weens, Leslie Tuzet, Mary Collis, Measure Twice, Michael Dialosa, Michael Hagen, Millie Blackwell, O.A. Pryo, Random Thinks, Stuart Lennon, Tana Feliz, Terry Beth, Led- Terry Beth Ledbetter, and Think Travel Eat. Thank you so much for supporting the Erasable Podcast, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.